Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, beautiful listenership out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. If this is your very first podcast listen, then welcome to this space. We are genuinely stoked to have you here. And if you are a frequent flyer, if you are a a frequent podcast listener and FPL, then welcome back. Great to have you here again. I hope this episode really excites you. I hope this episode that's coming up ahead really, really speaks to you. This is a solo episode today. So this is just you and me chatting across the digital airwaves. And we are very much nearing the end of 2021, which feels pretty phenomenal. Um, I know that 2021 has been a pretty wild experience and a very varied experience, depending on where you are in the world. In Australia, we've had a very unique experience that's quite different to everybody else. And um, I think that at the very end of the year for our last podcast episode, somewhere around Christmas time, I think that I'm going to do a recap, just like a review of the year that was and um, sharing some reflections and sharing some behind the scenes. I don't feel like I quite have full access to all of that reflection just yet. Um, Very line six of me. You know, I need some more objectivity. I need to to step away and go up the mountain and spend some time and just uh, reflect on all of it before I can share the wisdom. But I am very consciously aware that um, we are nearing the end of the calendar year and that brings with it a sense of uh, fullness, right? It brings with it a sense of you know, I've taken in so much across the year and I've learned so much and I've grown so much and I've processed so much. And I just don't know how much more space I have in this tank. I just don't know how much more energetic space I have to receive anything else. And so uh, rather than doing something, um, you know, kind of pointed, rather than doing something, you know, very deep or very challenging, I just wanted to record this podcast episode based on um, just a little mini, a mini transmutation, a mini process, a mini journey that I personally went through in our business a couple of weeks ago. And it, it highlighted a really beautiful distinction for me that I think is really worth sharing. I think it's really valuable for anybody in business and out of business. Certainly it's super valuable for manifestors, but I also think that this is valuable for every other energy type as well. So this episode is called Initiating Versus Magnetizing initiating versus magnetizing. And let me give you some context for this. What we've been experiencing in the business pretty much over the last year is that we get pitched a lot. (laughs) We get pitched for um, 
people who want us to create certain types of content. So we get a lot of content requests. Um, we get pitched for um, people who want us to share things of theirs. We also get pitched for people who want us to use their services. We most frequently get pitched on the podcast because this this podcast blessedly is an amazingly well-performing podcast. I mean, it's a constant surprise to me that I just like sit on my closet floor staring at my shoes and I record into my phone and and you'll go nuts for it. <laughs> because the podcast ranks so highly globally in a lot of countries, um, we're just a sort of on the hit list. We're like energetically like identifiable to a lot of people who um, pitch us very frequently for them to be able to come on this podcast and be a guest. Okay. So, and when I'm talking a lot, I'm saying, um, we could get up to probably 30 to 50 pitches a week for people pitching to wanting, you know, people pitching to be guests on the podcast, right? I also do receive a lot of pitching for people who want me to come on their podcast and come into their programs and come to their audience. Um, but the growing issue that has been around for the last couple of months is just in my team and I trying to manage this load of people pitching to be guests here on on the Hunting for Purpose podcast. And, you know, it started off as something kind of validating and a little bit amusing that we were like, oh my gosh, wow, you know, the podcast is so great and it's so popular and so many people want to be on it. And then it started to get a little bit overwhelming. We were getting so many pitches all the time and I was starting to get really angry because I felt like it was a constant um, breach of my space. It was constantly people emailing me or DMing me, you know, without introduction, people that I don't know, contacting me all the time and kind of pushing into my space and pushing into my energy and saying, what about me? What about me? What about me? You know, this thing that you've built, won't you let me come on it? Won't you let me utilize it? And I felt like I was constantly responding, constantly responding. And, you know, you know, as a manifester, that's, that's pretty hard. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't feel great to be in a space of of constant responsiveness to other people so i started eventually just blocking email addresses and blocking dms right there were sort of these frequent flyers that were coming all the time there's a lot of like pitch agencies that will you know pitch on behalf of people um and i i could get up to 10 emails a day from these people so i just started blocking emails right and then more emails would pop up. And so I started replying to people and just saying, no, 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 we, I don't, I, we don't have space for that. And then more emails would pop up. And so eventually I kind of moved myself into this space where I started thinking, firstly, I got to work on some of my boundaries here, obviously, <laughs> because people just keep coming and, and I feel like I keep setting this clear boundary and it just keeps getting crossed. But secondly, maybe there's an alternative way to approach this. Maybe I actually need to be considering these pictures. Maybe this is, um, you know, a lot of messaging from the universe bringing these people into my space to say, hey, hey, we're magnetizing all of this stuff to you. We're magnetizing this all here. We're trying to give you, you know, we're giving you all these messages. We're trying to give you all these opportunities. You need to take these people. So then I started reading all of the pitch sheets. I started reading all of the bios right? My staff were doing the same. Started reading all of this stuff that was coming through. It was taking hours and hours to get through this. And I was kind of considering people on a person by person basis. 
Eventually, I decided to try the tactic of if this person looks like they're going to be a decent fit as a guest for this podcast listenership, then I'll let them come on. And so I I replied to a handful of these pictures and said, sure, I think you're a pretty good fit for the audience, but here's my boundaries. You know, my calendar fills up very, very quickly in advance. I don't have a great deal of energy to be doing stuff like this. So, you know, I'll need you to wait for a couple of months in order to get a spot. And, you know, it's, I need you to kind of fit within my time zone so that, that we can make this possible. And surprisingly, I got almost all of the responses back, all of them except one, actually. The responses came back with, no, no, you do it on our dates and you do it in our time zone, right? Which, of course, was a massive boundary cross for me as a manny. When I had informed clearly and said, this is what my requirement is, this is what I need in order for this to happen, you're wanting to utilize my audience, you're wanting to come onto my platform, you're wanting to come into my space and have my energy bring benefit to you and to your exposure, and these are my terms. And so that was an immediate clarity for me in in those people coming back. It was an immediate clarity for me to say, okay, well, I can see where this is actually just a boundary thing where this is actually just me needing to be much more clear on what my boundaries are about having guests on the podcast. You know, how available am I for that? What people do I want to have on? Am I actually going to respond to any of these people? Do I even want to be the one responding or should I just handle all of this over to my team? But there was one person that did come back and say, amazing, I meet those requirements. I'll absolutely be there. We recorded a really beautiful podcast episode. Uh, I'm not sure if we've aired it yet. Um, it's the it's the episode with Amanda. You're going to love it, right? <laughs> if you haven't listened to it yet, if it hasn't aired yet, it's going to be beautiful. But as I was processing all of this, right, I, you know, was getting very kind of uh, like deep about it in terms of my thought process. Is this a boundary thing? Is this an opportunity thing? Is this a strategy thing? Is this a business structure thing? You know, what is this? That's classic for my energy. You know, I, I have gate 48, the gate of depth. I process things and think about things very, very deeply. Um, my conscious son, as I've spoken a lot about, you know, in previous podcasts is in gate 63, which is the gate of doubt. I literally just need to pick things apart and and be completely doubtful about them in order to find truth about what it is. Um, my conscious earth, you know, the way that I get grounded is, is gate 62. It's the gate of confusion. So I actually need to dive into things that are confusing. And that's how I get grounded is by, by experiencing the confusion and allowing myself to be confused and then finding truth and finding insight in that. And so as I was processing through all of this and, and thinking, what do I need to do here? Maybe this is a boundary thing. I can see that there are people crossing my boundaries. So how do I need to adjust my boundaries? Or do we need to change the structure of the business? Or, you know, am I still missing out on these opportunities from the universe? And I got this really beautiful clarity about things being magnetized into our spaces and that versus us initiating things in our spaces. So let me break that down for you. 
we know that we're magnetic. We know that particularly as, as manifestors, for those of you who are listening that are manifestors, our aura is a magnetic aura, right? It has these two qualities to it where energetically, without our awareness, without our, our involvement, we're either magnetically drawing people and things to us or we're magnetically repelling them away. We're pushing them away. Um, and we know that that's challenging. I have another episode, I think, on magnetizing versus repelling if you want to have a listen to that. But we know that that means that things do just sort of show up in our space. People just show up. Opportunities just show up. Lessons just show up, you know, material things, manifestations, desires, they just show up because our aura is sort of a few steps out from us, right? It's a very big aura. It's very solid and it operates around us. And it's like a force field that's just drawing things in. And so we don't necessarily know where things are coming from. And I think it does give us pause sometimes when we've magnetized something into our space to say, did I actually want this thing? Right, This thing that's being magnetized to me just because people are magnetized to my aura, just because other energies are magnetized to my aura or opportunities are magnetized to my aura without my conscious thought or my intention. Do I actually want those? Do, do I actually want what's now magnetically coming into my space or is it actually just because my energy is so vibrant, my energy is so magnetic my energy is like a force field all on its own. And so it's it's just like a light. It's like a lighthouse in the ocean that is attracting people and things in. And I need to then consider whether I want them, whether I actually want that in my space. And so I had been thinking about this experience around podcasting and, you know, people pitching all of the time. I'd really just been looking at it through the lens of magnetism, just saying, well, I know that I'm magnetic and I know that the podcast as an expression of me and as something that I create is also magnetic and that's beautiful. That means it's really successful and it performs really well. And um, I know that people see that and they're enamored by that and they're really attracted to it and, and they, they want to experience it and they want to be part of it. But I don't necessarily want these people in my space. So how come I keep attracting them? How come my aura keeps magnetizing in these things that I don't even want? Because that doesn't seem like that's really the best usage of my auric quality. That doesn't really seem like that's super in alignment with being a manifester that I am then bombarded by this constant need to respond to people who are magnetized to me. If our auras are a solid closed aura, that are magnetizing and repelling on the outside so that we can have this protection and this quiet and this safety and distance on the inside, then it seemed confusing to me that looking at all of all of these opportunities that were coming to me with podcast pictures, looking at those through the lens of magnetism, it's it suddenly seemed confusing because I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel protected and I didn't feel quiet with all of these people being magnetized. And so I started to wonder, is there a different energetic process that's going on here? Is there perhaps a difference in our space as manifestors? And I actually think that this probably pertains to other energy types too, but just with a few nuances, a few differences. But is there a difference between what we are magnetizing in 
and then having to place boundaries around versus what we are initiating and then creating in our energetic field, right? If we've got like kind of two fields of thought here that I can either just be, you know, submissive to whatever is being magnetized to me, right? People see me like a light and the flies, you know, or the moths (laughs) probably, the moths are drawn to the light and then I'm sitting here combating all of these moths all the time, questioning, do I want that one? Do I want that one? Do I want that one? Or is there a space outside us that is magnetic? Yes. But we also have the ability to initiate the energy that we want in our immediate field. That the things that we want up close to us, the energies, the people, the opportunities, the experiences, all of those things that we want, that we desire, that feel correct for us to be orbiting around us in our immediate space, what if we can initiate that? And so then all of the magnetism is actually happening outside the space of initiation. And immediately that made sense to me. That resonated with me. That, especially as manifestors, but I'm going to say this again, I believe that every energy type has the ability to initiate. We just all do it differently, right? As a manifestor, we initiate the energetic space, that immediate energetic orbit right around us. We initiate that simply by tapping into what feels correct for us and then informing. So we just activate our voices and we speak it out loud and we say, "Mm -mm, actually, this is what I want. This is what feels correct for me. And so this is what my experience is going to be. We inform the people that are relevant, but mostly we're informing the universe. We're saying, hey, this is, this is the energetic experience that I want happening around me. You can do whatever you want around the outside of that, but I'm going to initiate this right here. And I think we, we do this really naturally with things like um, our homes and our lifestyle, right? Because once we start tapping into our energy cycles, we have to. To really honor our energy cycles, we have to be initiating our environment. We have to because we can't have people tugging at us and pulling at us all the time. We struggle with things, you know, like long work hours and operating on other people's schedules and routines. We need to be allowed to have long periods of rest. We also need to be allowed to, you know, have these periods of kind of like mania where we go into our creative cycle. Um, we need to have times of of not informing, having a break from informing. But we're always initiating that in our environment. We're initiating it in the way that we have our furniture set up, the way that we manage our schedule, the way that we interact with our friends and with our family, the way that we, you know, communicate even via like text message, you know, and um, social media. We're initiating all of that. We're saying, this is the energetic frequency that I need. This is the energetic frequency that I want around me. And so I'm going to inform, I'm going to initiate that and make that happen. When we apply that to broader things, Particularly in business, when we apply that to, let's say, social media, I'm going to initiate my space on social media. I know how social media works. I know how other people do it, but I'm going to initiate it to be, this is how I want to be involved. 
And, you know, I don't want to be in DMs with people all the time. And I don't want to be replying to comments all the time. And I don't want to, you know, have to be following a lot of people and have to be engaged in stuff all the time and posting several times a day. I don't want that. And so I'm going to initiate my space to be a different experience with social media. And I realized with the podcast that this is the way that podcasting platforms work right? When you kind of get a certain status with a podcast, it becomes then this game of connections. It's almost like LinkedIn, right? It's like a recruitment service. It's almost like your your podcast then puts you on a dating profile like Tinder, right? Like everyone's swiping right on you because you look good on your podcast. And so this is the way that other people play the game. This is the way that other people do podcasting is that you know, at this status, at this exposure level of podcasts that people want to be pitching you, people want to be getting on your platform, people want to be getting exposure to your audience. And the the exchange that's meant to be in there is that that gives you content, right? So they get the exposure to the audience that you've built, but you then get to have content that you haven't had to come up with on your own. And I don't want to play it that way. <laughs> That's what I was magnetizing in, but that's not how I want to experience it. And I realized I get to initiate what I want here. I get to initiate what this podcasting experience is for me because I am a manifester. And the way that I do that is to just determine what feels correct for me and then inform. And as soon as I realized that, I didn't have to be just experiencing everything that was magnetized to me, that I could in fact still be magnetic, still have attraction and all of the beautiful success that goes along with that, but that I could initiate the way that I wanted to experience it. And I determined the way that I wanted to experience it is that I don't actually want to have any guest on this podcast that I don't choose. I want to choose the guests. I'm a line four. I'm a four, six manifester. I have a huge network. I have a huge connective web of people around me. I have people who are amazingly prolific and wise and successful in what they do. Those are the people that I want on the podcast. And I have full faith that I will never, ever run out of those people. Again, I'm a line four. I know this about myself. I know I will always be developing connections, always be developing new networks, always be fostering new relationships. And so I don't have to have any fear about, you know, running out of a pool of guest people to come on the podcast. I know because this is my energy. This is my blueprint. This is my strength. I will always have people. And I want to be, as a manifester, I want to be the one who initiates that space. I want to be the one that says, hey, you didn't come on here just because you asked me to. You came on here because I asked you to, because I saw something in you that I desired, that I thought would be valuable. And I want to initiate that opportunity for you to come on and to speak to this audience. Can you see the subtle difference in the exchange of power there? If we are initiating things in our own spaces, 
then we are not caught up in having to respond to everything that is magnetized to us. Because every time we're responding to something that's magnetizing to us, we have to go through the whole process of making a decision about that. We have to feel into it, connect into it. How, how does this feel to me? Does this sit right to me? Do I want this? Yes or no? Go, especially if you're an emotional manifesto, you're going to have to ride your emotional wave about that. I mean, I'm splenic. I do it pretty quick. Right? But for the emotional people out there, that's a much longer, deeper, more involved energetic process that can be very, very exhausting. And I wanted to share this with you, I think really is just a space of empowerment to say, hey, this is another one of those little pockets. This is another one of those little ways that we get to make our own rules, that we get to change the narrative that we get to, we get to create it, we get to form it, we get to determine what the energy is, what the experience is, what the success is, how we receive it. We don't have to just float on the ocean of how everybody else does it and simply swallow the way that we are told to receive it. You can initiate your own terms in business. You can initiate your own terms for your podcast, for your social media, for your client interactions. You can initiate your own space in business, initiate your own employment terms, initiate the way that you interact with your boss or with the colleagues or with the hours that you work or with the tasks that you do in your job or the location you want to work from home, you want to work from the office, whatever it may be. You can initiate your own energetic space and desires with a relationship. How do you want that other person to treat you? How do you want them to communicate with you? How do you want them to look after your needs? You can initiate this with your health. What do you want your health experience to be? How do you want people to be supportive of that? How do you want your body to be supportive of that? How do you want food to be supportive of that? You can initiate everything. You have the power to initiate every single experience that you have and you can do it as easily as breathing. You simply need to be intentional about it. So here's the lesson in summary. Yes, we are magnetic. And yes, magnetism is a wonderful thing. Magnetism will attract amazing things into your space all the time. Surprising things, beautiful things, delightful things, challenging things into your space all the time. But you are still the initiator. You don't have to bend and sacrifice to the things that are being initiated to you as though those are going to be your only opportunities. They won't be your only opportunities. You initiate and that creates the opportunities that you want to experience. So from here on out, <laughs> we here on the Hunting for Purpose podcast are not receiving any guest pitches. You know, I put a system in place. We, we wrote up a, a beautiful response, like a copy and paste response. It's handed all over to my staff. And now the response is, I'm so sorry, we don't take guest pictures for the Hunting for Purpose podcast. But if you would like Holly to come and speak for your podcast, then go to this application form. We're more than happy to arrange a time if we're a good fit. And guess what? All of a sudden, the pitching has slowed right down. <laughs> We're now down to about five pitches a week, which feels so much more manageable, so much more achievable. And it feels correct for me. And I know that on the outside, that seems like that seems a bit kooky. You know, like, why would you want to reject 50 pitches a week for all of these opportunities? Why would you be happy about only receiving five opportunities a week? 
these are the opportunities that are aligned. It means that I'm not dealing with any of the noise. I'm not dealing with any of the responsiveness to all of this extra stuff anymore that is just not aligned and not correct for me. Now I'm only engaging with the things that I have initiated that feel correct for my space. So I hope that this has spoken to you. I hope that, you know, this has been a bit of a, a tricky concept to try to bring into words and, and make applicable, but I hope that this has been something that um, gives you a sense of grounding and gives you a sense of uh, really like solid footing as we come into the end of the year. Let's wrap this year up strong. Let's wrap this year up in sovereignty, in energetic sovereignty, knowing that you can initiate whatever you want your experience to be as this year comes to a close and you are still magnetic and you are you are still that lighthouse out on the ocean and you are still receiving exactly what you want to receive and you get to receive it on your terms. And that's all. That's all I've got for you, folks. So thank you for listening to this episode. As always, please share your thoughts. Um, please share your feelings. Jump in, DM us, share it on stories, share it in a post. Make sure you tag us. Um, I love reading it. I love, love, love reading it and engaging with all of it, even if I don't get to respond to all of them, but I do love receiving it all. So please continue to share. It's such a beautiful thing. And I cannot wait to catch up with you on the very next episode. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.